Welcome once again to Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast. Joining you from Bami, Eastern Los Angeles. This is the hottest it's been. I'm sorry, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be. Remember that song? Maybe a little. Remember mm-hmm. Dennis Leary? I'm a blank. You know, it's like a profanity. I'm yeah. a blank. Um, and he was talking about people being jerks. And one of the things to do is, like his dad would say, how about this heat? <laughs> don't say that. But I'm being that guy right now. Yeah, but it's, what is it, like day eight now of this heat wave? I think that's what it is. We're all, like, we can handle it. But now we're kind of wearing thin where we're like, yeah. can we just move on? Dallas Reigns, give me some good news. And throw to him now. <laughs> no? Okay. I, have we ever had our Dallas Reigns conversation? No. Apparently went to Florida State. Florida State victorious over LSU with a block point after this weekend right before the LAFC game. I had a great Sunday. I had a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, he was like a, a backup quarterback for Florida State back in the day. No way. Yeah. Okay. He's got he's got that quarterback look, the quarterback hair. Does have the quarterback hair. So by the way, we're going to sweat a little bit. Yeah, we are. We know it's we already are. It's not like we're gonna. We are. <laughs> I've already gone through my lovely shirt. I got my sunglasses oh, no. with me. Oh, we're a mess. In case shirt. Yeah, yeah, maybe we just do with sunglasses. One uh, club making the bread off shirt like Mentos. Have you seen this one? Not 110 Club. Uh, club, club. Club football. Club football, sorry. But 110 Club, we can do a collab with I think it's, club football. I think it's Why not? Time. I do love that shirt. I love it, too. I'm really appreciative. My son asked for one, so I got him one, too. Wow. So they're out there. Get one. Go to club football and get it. Thank you, club football, for finally making Max's kid proud of him. Or the, get, get the Dave Denholm shirt, which they have also. How, now, what if, what if young Maxie walked up to you and said, Dad, I've been checking out that club football. And you go, yeah, yeah. He goes, could you give me a Dave Denholm shirt? <laughs> not out of the realm of possibility, I'll tell you that. And not, hey, nothing wrong with that. Dave oh. Denholm is incredible at what he does. It'd just be very funny if well, your son everyone, asked for a Dave Denholm. Everyone shirt. loves Dave, Dave Denholm, and I'm going to use Dave as a launching point. Uh, we have a very special guest, which we will get to shortly. This is a very fluid situation, but a very special guest, I can guarantee it, coming your way. And we will discuss the game on Saturday, FC Dallas, which we both uh, are looking forward to, because this yes. is going to be a fun one because of the personnel on both teams. Yeah, two teams that like to play. Two teams that like to play. But I'm going to start with Dave Denholm, who after the Houston game tweeted so eloquently, he goes, I'm not sweating it. We had a lot of good chances. We should have converted it. Gareth Bale, nine out of ten times, put a couple of those away, et cetera, et cetera. And sure enough, we kind of saw that in the uh, the game over the weekend against Real Salt Lake. So uh, LAFC back to their winning ways. As you pointed out also so eloquently, you forget at some point that this was a team, even though they lost three, that they won seven games prior to that. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, credit to Dave Denholm. He's, he's a braver man than I. He was, he's 100% correct. And I think that's why after the game, you and I weren't as crushed as some people were. It was just harder to tell people that when it's in the midst of a three-game Can I stop streak. you if, real quick there? I, even at, I don't think people were as crushed. So I think people are coming around. I do, yes. Same because it was a lot more dire, obviously. But I think folks are like, okay. And not just Dave, because I've seen that just based on reactions on social media. Well, and, and Steve admitted, he's like, I, I saw this coming, and it was kind of coming from his comments against DC. He was like, man, when you play like that, normally you get punished, and maybe we should have been punished. So he kind of saw it. It kind of dropped down. It hit rock bottom in Austin. And then Houston, yes, was a loss, but you definitely could see their trajectory. And then, obviously, they capped it off with, with the RSL victory, where even though it was 2-0, it was just a, an utter control of the game, just kind of a domination. RSL I mean, I will say this. 
I love you, Maxime Cropo. I love how, how you make me not have to worry about goalkeeper and just even even small moments where you come out from, from right over your there goal mouth. Yeah, I'll just I'll, I gotta leave and just go see him. But that that made me feel very comfortable. I do think, you know, if he would not, not have been here would there, it would have been a little bit more, more nervy. But it, all said and done, they really just controlled that game against RSL. Like choked it to death, scored the goals. Could have been three nil if Carlos hits his penalty. I mean it was, it was a domination. There's going to be ups and downs on the seasons. But as you pointed out just now, uh, that trajectory like this. Oops, I did it for the first time. Maybe the first time in the history of this. I was going to say it. You, you come down like this. And he notice he said it after the Houston game before uh, Real Salt Lake. You could see that. Should have got punished against D.C. United. Uh, San Jose. It was in Austin. Austin, you kind of hit. San Jose was rotated, so you were like, yes. oh, that was bad, but it was rotated. So, oh, full team against Austin. We're going to be – and then it was just, oh, he that said, was bad. And he said team just forgot to run, which was right. pretty interesting. It was just one of those games where I think athletes go, okay, we're giving a good effort, but in reality you're not. And it just – it couldn't it was, match what Austin It was like did. Ryan told us. He's like, maybe we got to a point where we were like, it just is preordained. It's going to happen for us. We're so talented. And he's like, yeah. and you can never be at that point in this league because that's what happens. You learn – you find out the, the hard way. And then you come back up against Houston. You see the good signs and you get it here. So hopefully that means even better things against FC Dallas are playing very well. So uh, it, that, it, the nice curvature of, <laughs> of the form of LAFC. Um, it was uh, also the, the – the debut of Denis Buanga. So, uh, want to talk about him a little bit? I do. Flying he was colors. very good. A lot of people had a lot of kind things to say about him. Kind of felt like something that LFC was lacking, the way he played and what he can do. I don't know, lacking, but he, it was nice to get an injection. A guy that just drops in and just immediately gets it, gets the game model, plays the style, and plays it to a very, very high level. Um, yeah, I mean, look, there's guys that do that, and they do that at times, but he does it for... He didn't go 90 minutes, but his 70 minutes, it was relentless in the way he played. Um, and then I, I would say that I think what a lot of people really keyed in on and really liked, and I liked it as well, was he was so in tune on the other side of the ball. So often you get a, an attacker that comes here and you go, yeah, we want to see you score goals. We want to see you dribble, do all your things. And we forget that there's two sides of the ball, and he was very much a, a big player in that match on both sides of the ball. I, I loved it. And you, could, you don't get put into a starting 11 so quickly unless you figured it out. We talked about on the broadcast, Anton, who's the strength and conditioning um, coach. His last name escapes me. Uh, it's a Finnish name. I, I want to give due respect. But he was with uh, Denny Buanga, and you could see that that work certainly paid right. off. Before we go on about that game, I did want to mention about – I lost my train of thought, but about Austin putting that incredible effort against LAFC and essentially what it may have taken out of them because yeah, they, they might have, have peaked gone a little bit. They got two pretty bad losses for them that have seen them, after all that work, to pull right up to the bumper of LAFC. Mm -hmm. They slide right back off, nine points behind. And sadly, we know that story all too well. It came in a sharper moment against Seattle in 2019. They put so much effort into that Galaxy match to eliminate, eliminate them in the playoffs 5-3. And then four days, they have to turn around for the, the next biggest match in club history. And they just... They were gassed. I remember we, both of us have talked to Jordan Harvey extensively about that game, and he was like, man, we put so much into it physically, emotionally, mentally, that when we got to that game and we got the one goal, maybe we just kind of were like, Whew, and that's what, that's what kills you sometimes. 
In those previous games, there were some dis defensive mistakes. We certainly saw that against Austin. Those were eradicated against Real Salt Lake, who are a pretty crafty team offensively, not just in their starting 11, but the fact they could bring in Justin Merriman and Anderson Julio into the game to cover. They came after it. They brought Rubio Rubin. So Jefferson Savarino, who in my books is a top 20 player in this league, maybe higher. He's really that good in my estimations. And then you also you had the three guys across the board that could score goals. They were going after it. And... Uh, LAFC was tested, and defensively it was, it was spot on. In particular, Giorgio Chiellini, who went full 90 minutes for the first time. I can't remember if he did a, a foot out of place, a hair out of place. No, no and That I think was vintage Giorgio. It was a very good test because even though RSL dropped deep a lot of times and they went kind of in that 4-4-2 structure, they did have guys like Saverino, like Cordova, that like if you make a mistake in moving the ball up and you're not moving up as a unit or somebody's out of place uh, and you're not, your rest defense isn't in the right spot, they're going to punish you. Uh, and then when they were up against it, they could still bring in quality. So you had to be on point that whole game and really keen to, to what Steve wanted you to do tactically and how he wanted you to approach the game because if you would have turned off, they, they can hurt you despite the fact that, yes, we controlled the game in Georgia, I think. The way that Giorgio plays has a lot to do with that. Because he, that, I think one thing, and a lot of people are starting to see this, and I, I love it that people are starting to see it, it's that ability that when we attack, and then maybe the team just kind of lets a clearance go, and they go, okay, we can take our breath. No, he gets it right back into play, knows the next That's pass to go, and then he just, he pushes up the team, keeps it compact, and then just the pressure never comes off with him. Um, and yet, you're right, he doesn't, he doesn't seem to put a foot wrong. Uh, when the ball comes to him, he knows exactly where his next pass is. Um, and then we just, there was points where they kind of gave him leeway and they're like, you want to dribble a little bit? His passing ability is on he point. He came into the RSL half. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, it was, it's really good. And his percentage of passing is the best on the team. And obviously he's played less games, but it was like in the 88, 89% range because of the, the gap they gave him. I think his number get, went down a little bit because he was trying to, he was hitting these balls because they were giving him that space. Right. But it's, I prefer to see that, to see, because I'm going to try that, because one of those are going to drop in to, say, uh, Ryan Hollingshead coming through, and it's going to be magic. So, well, it's a trade-off, right? If is. you're the team, you're like, well, we'll let Giorgio Chiellini have the highest passing percentage because he's so far from goal. Well, guess what? He has the quality to make his passes count in a different way. But you can't blame a team for being like, maybe we just back off him because we got all these guys behind us that are closer to goal. But always advanced passing. None of this flat, none of this... No. It's advanced passing from Giorgio, which is pretty exciting. Tell, tell you what, my Juventus misses that while I was watching. Hey, Juventus did really well, man. They, they, okay, they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with PSG. Obviously, Kylian Mbappe is Kylian Mbappe. What, what can you say about I, him? I, Juventus, um, I thought we were going to get it. They did, get a point but there, there was also there was one play where Juan Cuadrado got the ball um, at the corner of the 18-error box, tried to do some things, said, ah, I got nothing. He kicked the ball to inside, back inside his own half instead of re recycling it around, and I was just like, you, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. This is what this is what we've come to. It used to be an old drinking game for Juan Cuadrado when uh, the British announcers, how could they mispronounce his name? You get pretty drunk yeah. on that one. Cuadrado, whatever, whatever other uh, permutation there was. I mean, was. they can't get Martinez right, so this is a problem. <laughs> on the on our broadcast, Lissandro, no, you can't get. It's Lissandro Martinez, right? Mar they can get that one wrong. They can get that wrong. Lissandro Martinez. It's a long list. It's easy. Some guys crush it with the names. The best to pronounce the Brazilian names, which somebody I ain't pronouncing that. Sorry. Move along. Jordan Harvey said on the broadcast with regards uh, to what Real Salt Lake were going to do, they were going to try and do what Houston did, which have those inverted, the fullbacks kind of come into the midfield. Mm. And you saw that against Houston where Dorsey came through on that goal. And uh, there's that moment where Chiellini, uh, I know RSL tried to do that. They have Brody and Ferreira, which are pretty solid uh, fullbacks. Uh, mm -hmm. That door was shut. 
No, it definitely was. Herrera was frustrated all night. These are the improvements that you see. Yeah, Herrera was a, was a non-factor other than him trying to... And he's a know, good player. Trying to really take down Denny Buonga. <laughs> he was not really a factor. Uh, Brody tried tried his best, and I think he maybe kind of got... Not, not even got loose. He was just... He was trying to do his thing, and I, that's an astute... Uh, Observation by Jordan because that definitely was uh, their tactic. Yeah, and they saw it. That's it worked for Real Salt Lake earlier in the season when they played. That's where they got their goal in the 4-1 victory over at Rio Tinto Stadium. So that was an important game for Real Salt Lake. LAFC repel them, get the clean sheet. I think you're happy with the goals and the chances. Uh, they look good. They looked uh, they looked ready to go in against a very important team. And by the way, this is a theme that LAFC will see here in their five remaining games. Five games to go. How did we get here? It comes fast. And next two are on the road, which is just a crazy schedule. Three on the road, one at home, then two on the road. Yeah, two yeah, two home games, so make sure you check it out, LFC.com. That was a hot ticket against Real Salt Lake from what I was hearing, so if you want to get out. Uh, not, not much more time left. Not much more time left, if any time left. We have to go secondary market on some of this. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. But um, the five games that are remaining – Four of the teams are, including FC Dallas, which I think we, we covered uh, FC Dallas. and we, we cover Real Salt Lake pretty well. Yeah, I think we cover Real Salt Lake. I mean, Chicho scores again. Amazing. We're Carlos, recording this on Wednesday. Oh, he, it won't come out till Thursday. This is People not, already turned their attention. This is not something that you could probably see, but Villa and Bale coming off the bench. They're going to start. But the idea of these two guys coming off the bench and poor Pablo Mastroeni going. Right. And every coach, that's, that's not fair. Maybe this is a... Maybe Steve, it's, a, it's nice that he has this wrinkle he can throw in there because of the emergence of Buwanga and because of Chicho still scoring goals. You could do this. Vela and Bale are going to want to start, and they're going to find ways to get him in there just too good. But in a pinch, they well, show this works. It was focused. They scored that goal. Ryan Hollingshead opens it up, and then he makes one substitution at the 59th minute. It's Carlos Vela. So when you, I feel like when you make a substitution where it's just one guy, you're like, okay, there's just one thing I need to do. And for Steve... I'll have to ask him, but I think in that moment, he's like, it's one nil. Let's make it two. Let's shut up shop. Let's get this done with. And Carlos came in there and nearly scored within minutes of being on the pitch. So he definitely was and attuned assisted to something. as well. I mean, that's, you know what? We should point out, that was a big decision. We don't often do that when big decisions go right because things go right and you just go, oh, of course, you bring in Carlos Vela and it goes well. But I think we all raised a little bit of an eyebrow when we said Danny Buanga starting and no Carlos Vela. So I, I, you have to give credit where it's due. That was a big decision. And then when you sub Carlos in at 1-0, another big decision because you very well could say, hey, let's not put Carlos in now. Let's see if we can just hold tight for a little bit. No, Steve's like, we'll go for it. They get it to two. When, honestly, when Carlos came in, that control just heightened that little bit higher. Like it, it, it was another level again. And so big, big decision that we got to see in hindsight. But I'm, like I said, so often I think we only talk about big decisions that go wrong. And I think that went You'd have to say that one. Remember well. that because you think about the conversation Steve Trunlo is going to have with these players about the vision that he has and then he executes it. Those are, we'll just say those are very interesting conversations, but they're very brave ones too. And Steve Trunlo is having them because he's looking at this team and he's seeing what's the best way in each case, which should be very comforting for the fan base. I could tell you that. Uh, to the previous point, five games remaining for LAFC, with the exception of Houston, which uh, just parted ways with their coach, Paolo Nagamura. I hear Thomas Tuchel's in That's line. like, that's a whole, Thomas Tuchel, no. Don't you dare. Sorry, I don't mean to make light of it. Don't like to report that about coaches. Paolo Nagamura, uh, I know him, he's a good dude, and the staff, and it's obviously a bad thing, but Houston, of the five teams remaining, is the only one that's not going to be battling for a playoff spot. Yeah. And from now to the end, even you can almost guarantee decision day, at least for playoff positioning, all these teams at LAFC are going to play are going to have to come in with intent and purpose because this is going to be huge. And that starts with FC Dallas, who are creeping up there 
Uh, Austin and LAFC are out of their reach, but you know, third place would be a very good look for them. And as we said, this is a game that is going to be entertaining, just like the first time they played, because we have the LAFC uh, attacking options and the way they play. Mm -hmm. So do uh, FC Dallas with Alan Velasco, the number 10, who you're really going to enjoy watching. He's just a beautiful player, Argentine. Um, Big money guy that a lot of clubs in Europe are looking for. And then obviously Jesus Pereira. 19? 19 years old. I was trying to think. So he's, he's not an, he is an under 22, mm -hmm. but I mean, he's a guy who could traject you to DP money very soon. And he's playing that way. And then you have Fedeira and Adiola brought in Sebastian Legette. Uh, you look at that team. Uh, Pomacol back to playing Marco Farfan, a former LAFC yep. guy who's having a great season there. Pomacol, maybe not the depth like many of LAFC opponents, but right. talent in that 11 is there in bushels. That's what I remember beginning of the season we both, and you you were higher on Dallas than I was. I was worried that they were young and they would ha get a hot start and then falter. They did falter a little bit, but it seems like they re they shifted a little bit by getting legit and moving some things around. Um, and now it seems like they're back on a level. So this game is huge because it's a team that likes to play. I think Dallas is a team that you very well could run into in the second round of the playoffs. And they're sneaky good. They play a lot like LAFC play, so they want the ball. They want to do certain things with the ball. But they're also very dangerous on the counter. So it's going to be balanced in all phases for LAFC. And I think, again, that, the control that they had against RSL is something that will bode well when they go to Dallas. The weather, obviously, is going to be a factor as well. So it's, it's important to get these games. But one good thing that we can say is, uh, as we're doing this and we kind of transition into the magic numbers, uh, looking at it, LAFC can drop no lower than second in the West. Now, you don't want to drop any lower, but we have secured, I know a lot of people were asking, yeah, I know we got playoffs, but what else do we have? We've secured a home game, and we've secured no lower than second. That's great. What a massive improvement from a year ago. And still everything, look, Philadelphia took uh, the lead in the supporter shield, but LAFC evened right back out, and they have a game in hand over the unions. We'll get to those numbers. FC Dallas coming off a really impressive three-zip victory over Minnesota. Minnesota is uh, Minnesota was flying was, high. They were flying high, and now they've... And now they're, the, yeah, they put a lot into it, and now they... So it's weird. When timing is push, everything. Yeah. I mean, look, I, Philadelphia, I would be worried if I was a union fan, because they're like this. Yeah. They're going to hit a dip. They, they're not going to win 6 0 every game. It's going to be a dip, and LAFC hit their dip, and hopefully it, it culminates where yes. they hit their height. That's how it works. I've seen sports way too long to know otherwise. But uh, And FC Dallas is starting to begin their ascendancy, it would appear. They've had some good results there. So a good time for us to meet, them. Good We're time both to meet them. Entertaining. This coming the, together. This is one that the, the neutrals all over the country should want to tune in for. We'll have it on a KCOP 5 o'clock pregame, heading into the 5.30 kickoff. Uh, you should be enjoying that one. It should be a good one. And... As we said, all these teams against our playoffs, we look, we look into the numbers and what is going to be required to clinch. And I know what the – so the seven points to clinch the West over Austin. Yeah, the simple, the simple routes are, are the high-level high math. The simple math is this. Seven points to clinch against Austin. Now, those seven points when we do these magic numbers is any combination of LAC earning points and Austin losing points. However – so seven points out of a possible 15 coming up for LAFC. Yes. However, there's an, there is an even quicker way to LAFC to do that. If they get two wins, so six points, Austin can only, if they win out, let's say they just go bonkers, they win out, Austin can only reach that mark of 66 points. However, LAFC will have more wins. At this stage in the season, we can kind of see how many wins a team can possibly get, and wins is the first tiebreaker. So two wins, six points, Wes is clinched. Flip over to the supporter shield, 13 points. So any combination of LAFC gaining 13 of 15 points and uh, Philadelphia losing Control their destiny everywhere. of the 12 points they have remaining, they'll get that. However, just like 
against Dallas, LAFC holds the tiebreaker and wins. So if LAFC gets four wins out of their five, it does not matter if, if Philly wins the next four on the trot. Okay, because we'll have more wins and that's the tiebreaker. So there you go. So a couple, a couple of different scenarios. Obviously, the easy thing would be to say just, just win out, but we know sometimes it doesn't happen. That's great. That's great stuff there. Uh, very well spoken as you broke down all the, uh, the ramifications. I got a little thing called Maximatics. Uh-oh. Maximatics, it goes a little bit like this. You get one more win, you're going to win the West. It's nine points. If they win here and then there's nine points and there's four games to go, Austin are not ripping that off. And to Max's point, okay, so if you get one more win, that would knock off three of the seven. And then if Austin drops four of 15 points, which is highly possible, I mean, getting 11 of 15 points is still pretty good, but would not be good enough. You know I can cover my bases on this, is LAFC aren't just going to win one more game in the remainder. So, of course, but... Being very cheeky, but I but realize you, that's probably it. The numbers, it, things don't always work out where it goes right by the numbers, right? So they very well could happen. The, the airs are filled with all sorts of yeah. craft. I'm very happy I wore a black shirt today. Yeah, so you can't see it. We you cannot actually see what's too. going on underneath yeah. here. It is, it is roasting do you have a, hot. Do you have a prediction on how many wins it'll take to win Supporter Shield? Shield? In the same vein? Take or a little bit Philly's more. A li- Philly's I don't a little think scarier. they need 13, though. No. I'd say three wins will get you it. Yeah, 10 points? 10 points. 10 points will do it. Nine points probably does it as well. Because remember... Philadelphia has one less game, so yeah. they have 12 points. So you're saying they'll have to win a couple of those. Three wins, a draw, and a loss would get get it over the line. I They've think, been good. Right? Their schedule's favorable. They just won on the road. Right. But uh, to your point, I feel a lot better. Are they going to reel that. off another four-game winning streak? I don't think so. In this league, the thing with Philadelphia that is, and I think you know, I talked to a lot of folks in the league, and everyone's licking their chops about a Philadelphia LAFC final. It really is the two best teams, mm-hmm. uh, and of course that means it'll never happen in the MLS <laughs> Cup playoffs. But uh, it's... I know we just got the Libertadores. We had the dream final all set up, right? And then, ah. Yeah. Paranense. They a good team? Or just they won the, team uh, of destiny? They won the, the Copa Sudamericana last year. To get into the Libertadores. To get into the Libertadores. And so they've already won a major competition. That's like the, uh, the Europa League. Hey, maybe that bodes well for Eintracht Frankfurt. Very well for Eintracht Frankfurt. But Atletico Paranense brought in a couple players that are going to be good. But everyone wanted Flamengo, Palmeiras. Those two teams are, uh, as they would be top 15 in Europe, if not higher. Right. So uh, very good. But anyway, uh, Brazilian teams are reigning supreme. I would love to see MLS have a relationship with the Brazilian league at some point. So, tr- so far, but you're right. I know so cool. far, but not as far as Argentina or Chile. Well, hey, look, drift? if they're not going to do the Club World Cup anymore, can we just do a CCL versus Libertadores? Like I'm home, saying get rid, of the, get rid of some of those other countries. Just focus on Brazil. Yeah. Yeah, maybe just All invite right. them to CONCACAF. So, uh, super region. <laughs> super region. We got we to gotta line up with the Americans. Where was I? It was, um, oh, the, the teams with Philadelphia, when uh, they've actually immersed some of their younger players who are playing bigger roles that did in earlier the season, which adds to their depth. Mm-hmm. Jim Curtin didn't really want to play too many of them. He liked his group. But now guys like Jack McGlynn are impossible to keep out there. And uh, Sullivan, Quinn Sullivan. So uh, they have a little more depth. But, I mean, Gazdag's hitting his numbers. Cadanza's hitting. It's, uh, it's a really good team. So everyone would love to see that. And, but Philadelphia is flawed, just like LAFC will have some flaws. So I think they will certainly drop some points here because it would be impossible to keep that pace. I do. I mean, I want to see it. I, I, look, it's, we're obviously getting put in the cart way before the horse. I do. I do love the people that go, man, I don't want to go up against Philly in the final. They, they're tough. It's a final. <laughs> it's going to be that way. Of course it is. Let's get there first. That's why I say the supporters show while great. I mean, the West is your best path because you don't know if you're going to see Philadelphia in the final. There's a good chance you won't. Right. And any other team you meet in the final, 
will have to play at Bank of California Stadium. And remember, so that, win, win your conference, yeah. and there's still a likelihood you'll be hosting anyways. So if everything goes well for LAFC, um, you're looking at possibly three home games. Remember, they've only won one playoff game. They've only right. won one playoff game in their history, so to say they're going to win three is going against the grain. But uh, actually, uh, And they've actually lost two at home. They've lost two Ooh. at home. So let's not talk about that too much. Let's not talk about it. Good point. Vince. We're not there let's get yet. back on the rails. We're not yep. there yet. But I mean, just the idea of what's lying ahead, you know, as the season's going to wrap up, it's going to wrap up soon because you have a two game week. You really are two weeks plus two weeks and a few days left in the regular season. Yeah, because you have the international break, which comes at a weird time. But it's better that it comes now and we get it out of the way and we just move forward in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I was actually talking to someone and said, Man, it felt like just a couple weeks ago that the season was going to go on for forever, and now all of a sudden we're running out of time. It's like it's just sand, just out of your hands, man. I'm going to miss it. Indeed. So FC Dallas on Saturday, quick turnaround with Minnesota on Tuesday at their place. Imagine we'll do a podcast after that game because we'll Yeah, probably via Zoom, you and me. Via Zoom. All right. People like the Zoom. People like the Zoom. It makes them feel like they're in the room with you. This feels like you're in the expansive in eastern Los Angeles, which I didn't say at the beginning because it was so hot. It feels like a jungle out here. Here it is. Team is training. They're in high spirits. Ryan Hollingshead still has his mustache. That's important to many, I know. We're a, that super, was, we're a superstitious you bunch. You really buried the lead there. We waited a good 20 minutes to tell them what they really wanted to hear. I circled back. I just want to make sure. Yeah. All right. Well, all good. We're going to go into our special surprise Very guest. special guest. So you'll find out exactly who it is the same time we do. Unless you see it here on our social media and we've already we pushed it forward, which we probably did. But isn't that fun? But Yeah. Just block it all out. Close your eyes, and when we return, our very special guest. Welcome back to the Inside LFC Max and Vince podcast. As promised, a very special guest, as you probably know by the, the posting that you're looking on, as it says there in the title. We're now joined by Christian Chicho Arango, who's, who's your English is getting very good, but you quiere hacer todo en español, correcto? Your English is getting better, pero. Sí, sí, en español para asegurarme. He said, cada día más peor. Sí, sí, cada día entiendo menos. Since each day learn, learns less. But we're going to do this. It's not going to be perfect, but we'll ask him something in English and Spanish. We know you love uh, Chicho, as do we. And We're just so happy to have We're yeah. so happy to have you. We, we've wanted Chicho as a guest for a long time, but he's so busy scoring goals, we don't want to bother him. But luckily, he's going he's gonna to talk to us. Yeah. And Chicho, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really seen anyone like you. Siempre con sonrisa. Siempre en forma. Sí, ¿Qué sí. es el secreto? What is the secret? He's always in a good mood. No, el secreto es, es poder tener salud. Eh, tenemos salud y... Y podemos trabajar, que es lo importante. Podemos hacer lo que, lo que más nos gusta y no hay razón para, para estar triste. Yeah, we have salud and we have, we have the ability to go out and work, so there's no time to be sad. Uh, we certainly like that. Uh, let's talk about the form, right? Cada, cada semana otro gol. Sí, goal, sí. ¿qué, es, ¿Qué estás haciendo? ¿Qué es diferente? I mean, I, well, I'll, let me phrase it this. When you, when you got here to MLS, you've been able to find the goal. What is it about this club, this, this league, that has made it feel so organic for you inmediatamente me me el trabajo yo creo que el trabajo del de, de día a día es importante para para poder estar en forma y poder marcar las ocasiones que que tengo eh, es obviamente que sin los compañeros no sería posible gives a lot of credit to uh, his teammates uh, and the work they're able to do pero siempre antes del principio siempre cómodo aquí it was always comfortable here con con este club. Sí, 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 desde el principio me acogieron muy muy bien y estoy feliz, estoy feliz, contento, eh, tranquilo y trabajando, trabajando. <laughs> you see when I said work, work, work. No, what he said when he goes, uh, how did they receive you? And he gave a little hug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They've, the club's done very well, but all the time, work, work. Okay, any questions? Some questions? I do. I want, I want to ask him uh, the ability to score. You've already kind of said it. Score in different ways. Uh, how hard do you work on just 
It's not always going to be perfect, and yet you seem to find these ways where we go like, there's no way he can score here, and you find you find the angle or you find the touch. Entiendo, meter goles en estilo diferente, con cabeza, sí, sí. con taquito. Sí, sí, hay que eh, ser espontáneo eh, frente a las ocasiones que que presenta el partido, pero como te digo, sin los compañeros no no fuese posible. Eh, es un gran equipo que que siempre está unido y y que bueno, ahorita hay que estar mentalmente muy, muy fuertes para afrontar lo que queda de la temporada y, y poder eh, seguir de primeros. Uh, being spontaneous, being aware of the game, but again, giving credit to the uh, companions who make it possible. There's a strong mentality here from the beginning and we all work together. Uh, speaking of compañeros, uh, momento para mí muy especial, a very special moment in the game against Real Salt Lake. Cuando te metiste el gol y con Carlos Vela, se hace punta a, a Carlos por hacerle asistente. Eh, describe ese, esa relación con Carlos, porque los números dicen que han tenido mucho éxito, como meter goles con asistentes. I'm just talking about the relationship between him and Carlos and why it's worked so well. Sí, Carlos es un jugador muy talentoso, eh, el cual tienes solo que hacer un, un buen movimiento para que él te pueda asistir o, o un movimiento para que uno pueda asistirlo a él. Y, y lo ha demostrado, es grande persona dentro y fuera de la cancha y, y, y así hemos vivido eh, nuestra relación, eh, lindos momentos eh, dentro y fuera del campo que, que, que pueden eh, reflejarse en, dentro de la cancha. I can't even read my hand, Ronnie. Uh, Carlos, <laughs> uh, Carlos, easy to play with. Uh, he has good movements for me, and then I return the favor. He's a really good person, and we've built a nice relationship. Uh, momentos lindos. I like that expression. Beautiful moments that uh, he has been able to share with Carlos. And uh, I think the numbers back it up. I mean, when you see the, 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 the way they've combined, it's been, I think, the most successful on the club. Well, when you when you joined the club, you came here in a tough moment for the club. Like we didn't have much to celebrate until you came and started scoring goals. Obviously, last season didn't work out quite the way it did, maybe because of injuries, because of that tough moment. How did you have to kind of change as they started to put more players around you um, from when, maybe when you first came in? It was like really you were the only guy scoring goals when you first showed up. Llegaste en un momento difícil. No podía celebrar los goles tanto porque el equipo está tratando de meter en los playoffs. ¿Cómo cambiaste su punto de vista en este club después de tener más éxito? Bueno, sí es verdad que llegué en un momento difícil y se trataba de de, de tener un poquito de, de actitud para afrontar lo que teníamos. Eh, nos faltó un poco para, para los playoffs, pero ahorita eh, tenemos que estar fuertemente más, más que todo mental eh, para poder afrontar lo que queda del campeonato y los playoffs. Eh, no bajar los brazos y, y, y seguir levantando eh, la competencia. Entonces, eh, tenemos lindo, lindos dos meses para, para poder trabajar, trabajar fuerte, trabajar felices y, y poder afrontar lo que queda. Yes, it's true. I arrived at a hard time. Had to build the aptitude to uh, tackle what lied ahead. Uh, we knew it was an uphill climb. Um, what's most important now is the mental strength and the playoffs. Uh, you've got to make sure you do all the work to be prepared for that. Uh, we're improving all the time, and I'm looking forward to these next two months. It's a beautiful stretch where we can, uh, we can attack these playoffs. But do you think it, you, 
que es un momento lindo, no un momento nervioso. Sí, ¿no? sí, es, es un momento lindo donde estamos eh, con alegría, donde eh, llegaron grandes nuevos compañeros que nos pueden aportar bastante y hay muy buena armonía, se siente una bonita energía dentro del camerino y, y esperemos que esa linda energía se transmita en el campo. We are happy. Uh, there's been great new players, and I asked him about. Is, are you sure it's a, it's a beautiful moment? And can it be a little nervous? He goes, "Not at all. Uh, everyone's come in. There's been a lot of harmony, and that's a word he used directly. And it's building that beautiful. And we've we've translated that into the field as well. Sorry for my mic. I keep lowering a little bit. Um, but uh, you're doing great, Max. Doing great. All right. But qué qué bueno para hablar contigo, Chicho. Sí, sí. Ahí se fue. Sí, yo aprendo aprendo poquito. Claro, yo en inglés. Yo aprendo yo aprendo poquito, pero tengo que soltarme más, dejar el miedo y soltarme un poquito y... He says a little afraid yeah, yeah. about trying English. Tiene un, un frase que han, que han conocido aquí en Los Ángeles, en inglés. Una frase como que... Ordena ordenando comida o rompiendo eh, huevo con tu compañero. Ah, <laughs> no, it's a good club y it's beautiful moments for, for me y... Es work, work, work. Es muy bueno. Qué bueno para. You've talked about the compañeros, but to have colombianos here, um, and we even going back to Eduardo Atuesta, there was been a great Colombian presence here. To have, we don't have Uruguayos now, but we have the Uruguayos and same Ecuatorianos. Um, how much easier does that make it? ¿Cómo se hace más fácil para tener compañeros que están en casi en la misma posición que que usted? Es más que todo la la persona. Y si eres buena persona, puedes transmitirle eh, a cada uno de los compañeros. Eh, es más, eh, con muchos que, que no hablan español, la relación es, es pura seña. Entonces, eh, es, es realmente más que todo eh, poder encajar y, y, y ser amables con las personas. More than, anything, more than anything, it's the people. It's not really where they're from. Uh, in a club where you have so many guys that don't speak, Um, Englishers may not speak Spanish on the other side. It helps bridge those gaps a lot because there's a familiarity. So it is helpful, uh, even though he, I think he spoke about the individuals a little bit more, which is, which is great. We have great individuals here, as you guys all know. Well, look, I mean, thank you. You spoke English. I mean, I know that it's scary. My Spanish is horrible, but for you to, to, to do that, I mean, that's an honor for us, for you, for you to do that. I would say this. You are one of the guys... Um, that I see on your stories, you're out and about in LA, you travel around, you, you, you discover things. How has it been for you? Uh, you always seem to have a good time wherever you go, but it seems like you're, you've found little pockets uh, in Los Angeles that you enjoy and, and you can take the family. How has that been? Más cómodo en Los Ángeles, buscando lugares donde puedes disfrutarte con tu familia. Sí, sí, claro, hay lugares eh, que quiero conocer, hay lugares que he conocido y que con mi familia hemos disfrutado y... Y a ver si me, si me llevan a conocer algún sitio por acá, hermano. Well, take him out of some place. <laughs> oh, let's go. Well, Edward was always telling us he can't find good Colombian food here. And I would say that's probably... No hiciste comida colombiana aquí? Sí, sí, sí. You have... You, sí. I'm going to... Yo los llevo. Vamos. We're going to have a Colombian... Yeah. <laughs> well, I have, I have a place... ¿Dónde? Cerca. I have a sí, place sí, cerca. In, in Long Beach called Selva that does Colombian food that we might have to... This one in Long Beach is this one in, in downtown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the downtown called? Let's give some public. ¿Cómo se llama el? Eh, sabor colombiano. Sabor colombiano. ¿Eso es el mejor? Sí, sí. Es muy bueno. We'll go to both and we'll try them and we'll say which one's best. Yo soy cubano y nuestra dieta, pienso, menos los, uh, ¿cómo se llama? Fritos. 
Sí, menos comida frita y... Tenemos arroz y frijoles negros y todo con un base de tomate en las carnes y claro, menos. Entiendo. ¿Cómo se llama? I'm thinking of this typical... ¿Qué es el comida típico colombiano? Eh, ¿Es un pastelito como...? Es de, depende de la ciudad. Ah, oh, ok. Depends on the city. Eh, right. De mi ciudad, bandeja paisa. ¿Y qué es eso? Es una bomba. <laughs> Bandeja Paisa, that's it, where he's from. Ok. Y tú eres, porque jugaste en Bogotá, pero es de Medellín. Sí, Medellín, soy de Medellín. From Medellín. Sí. Uf, hay gente de Medellín por todos lados, sí. estos cantantes, el, el, ¿cómo se llama? J. J. Balvin. Haciendo el Super Bowl. Sí, J. Balvin. J. Balvin, Maluma. Oh, no, he's doing the NFL kickoff, sorry. NFL kickoff. Still very big. He's blessed, Ryan Castro, Karol G. He's... It's incredible. It's incredible what's come out of Medellin, including this guy right here. Uh, what? It's, I, I don't know what to say. I, 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 you lost. It got me at the food. I, I know. To to you can tell we like food. <laughs> so we'll go eat. Your whole family. <laughs> tu familia entera está aquí? Sí, sí. Okay. His hey, whole my mother, father, no. Your mother. Oh, okay, mom, dad. But the kids? The kids, Siempre yeah. with the yes, kids. Yes, yes. Are they enjoying yes. it? Yeah? Yes. Uh, okay. Disneyland? Have you done Disneyland? Yeah. Sí. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gracias, gracias a Dios que no hice si lo, lo no, no fui a Disneyland hoy en día. Sí. I didn't go today in the heat. Oh. <laughs> Whoever, if anyone's at Disneyland today, good for you. Uh. <laughs> no way, no chance. ¿Qué, qué, ¿Qué fue tu reacción cuando oíste la noticia que que vas a llegar Gareth Bale y vas a llegar Giorgio Chiellini? What was it like when you got the news that those guys were coming? Y ahora Denny Buanga y Christian Teo. Es es positivo, es positivo que grandes jugadores de grande experiencia vengan a aportar eh, más que todo dentro del camerino eh, son grandes personas grandes jugadores y han sido prácticamente insignia mundial de, en el fútbol entonces eh, contento contento por poder tenerlos de compañero y, y espero poder aportarles eh, mucho a ellos y, y absorber el conocimiento de ellos I want to say what he said at the end. He goes, I'm very happy to uh, be their friends and help them help reach our goals and learn as much as I can from them and uh, take something off that experience. And prior to that, it says, it's very positive to have these players, big experience. We knew about them. And just to, to hear these guys coming here is pretty, is pretty mind-blowing. That's what I said. He didn't say that specifically. Uh, but the fact they come here and they get right to work was very positive. Uh, and that's what we hear from everybody. It's true. It's true. It, well, it was the um, manner in which guys came and the, the level. And then they all came, as he said, they came happy and respectful and everyone's having a good time. It's, a, it's harmony. We all look from the outside and say, Who, who's going to play? They figure it out out there. Yeah. Porque tanto, tanto, tanto de los estrellas saben quién va a jugar porque tiene increíble opción, opción, opciones increíbles. Pero ustedes saben, cuando se practican, qué fácil, mejor. Um, Movimiento. Sí, sí, todo sí, sí. Todo es, es, depende de... De, de la química, de lo que vaya conociendo uno de, 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 del jugador, eh, saber qué, qué espacio le gusta eh, ocupar y así poder tener una buena química. To get the good chemistry, you learn about where they're going to go, what space they're going to fill, and you figure that out, which is basically what you said. Disfrutando uh, su tiempo en Estados Unidos. ¿Un sorpresa en sus experiencias viajando algo en, en su segunda campaña aquí en, uh, en MLS, just talking about enjoying your time here in the U.S. Is there something that surprised you about the league 
En, en la liga en, en particularmente. Sí, estoy disfrutando mucho, estoy disfrutando mucho el momento. Eh, eh, Sabía de cuatro o cinco años atrás, eh, yo quería venir a jugar a la MLS. Y, Four or five uh, years ago, he wanted, to, he wanted to come play at MLS. Y ahorita he, que... Tenía 22 años o algo. Sí, más o menos. About 22 years 20, of age. 23, 23. Pero tú sabías, you knew about MLS, and you said, yeah, I want to I wanna play there. Y es very good liga. Y, y, Quería, you, quería venir. you must have known it would have been good for you, the way you play. Yeah. The way you play, because you got, what, 30 goals here. I like the way he smiles, like, it's going to be good for me. It's good. Que bueno, que bueno. You said, you He's a number nine, like, oh, he just has it. He's like, anytime, <laughs> score goals. Think about score goals. Like, j j just thinking about scoring goals, does it make you happy? Yeah, yeah. Y pensaba que si venía, podría hacer buenas actuaciones y... Y mira, tuve un impacto prácticamente inesperado, fue muy positivo. Llegué en cuatro o cinco meses y, y logré anotar 14 goles, tres asistencias. Fue un impacto positivo y que ahorita lo estoy disfrutando. Y, y bueno, ¿viste? ¿recuerdas que te dije que iba a romper el récord del semestre pasado sí, de goles? De, de, ¿Del año? O de, del, de he, said, he said he's going to break the goal record, pero... You're going to need a few here at the end, sí. pero, pero puedo hacerlo el próximo año también. Sí, también, pero ahorita todavía quedan partidos. Un partido. <laughs> he says a few games. So he's predicting a big, a big finish here for Chicho. Don't, no, take, pero, don't take your eyes off of him. Yo estoy riendo, pero the way you score goals, it's not, it's crazy. So, you, I mean, the fact that you knew, que tú sabías que este es un liga donde puede crecer y tener éxito, and he was mentioning also to me that he goes, he was like, when I got here, I felt comfortable, and I was able to get those goals under my belt, and I, I realized then that it was something that um, uh, could have some staying power. And then he said, he, he told me he predicted a few months ago that he was going to break the scoring record. So that's something we're going to see. Eh, la liga ha crecido un montón. League's grown y a lot. Me proyectaba de estar con mi familia acá, tranquilos. Eh, poder tener una educación buena para mis hijos. Talking about education for his eh, kids too, how they can do that. Soy alguien muy soñador y que visualizo siempre el, el futuro y que si me pongo algo en la mente hasta no conseguirlo. Pff. Says he's a guy, he's a big dreamer. He sticks to his what he was wants to do, and uh, a lot of times that comes to true. If it doesn't happen, it probably wasn't meant to be. By the way, you know who has the goal scoring record, right? Sabe quién tiene el record por un año de goles? Quién? Carlos. <laughs> ah, sí, sí, sí. Carlos Vela, I told him he's a record. ¿Cuánto era? 34. 34. Eso fue, it was out of control. Jeez. That's going to be hard. It's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. Chicho, awesome to talk to you, man. And uh, have a good trip to Dallas and Minnesota. I know you guys are staying out. Te vas a quedar ahí para dos partidos. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again. We appreciate it. Our podcast, everyone loves you. So it's great that you could spend some time with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for you. Thank you, my brother. Uh, he, He's very good. What a delight. What a delight. He's the best. <laughs> He's the best. All right, sign us off. Sign us off. We'll get, it. We'll get him back in the cool air. Hey, he's, he's my celebrity. Adam. Tell us about Adam again. Adam, the celebration. Yes. Okay. Y la lengua. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Okay, bueno. Inside LFC Max and Vince Podcast. Hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. We'll see you very soon. So long from very bomby Eastern Los Angeles.